under cold Midwest skies. Something lurks through the dark. From the rolling hills to the flatlands, they move through the fields. They are cryptids of the corn. Hey guys, my name's Justin. And I'm Jay. And we are Cryptids, Cryptids of, of the, the Corn. Corn. Sorry we missed last week. It was crazy. Uh, I went up ice fishing. Jay had to work mm-hmm. like a bum. Well, that happens. Uh, it was, we were on some big lakes. I haven't told Jay this part yet. So there's one. Uh, anybody that, doesn't go, that hasn't gone ice fishing, it's pretty fun, but it was really, really windy last weekend. Yeah. So... We were having, like, the tip-ups were getting covered in snow. So, like, half the time we were just looking for them. Oh, yeah? And, uh, we had one time where I stood out of the tent, and I turned around, and there was a wall of snow coming at me like a movie. <laughs> like, that's all I could think of. I was like, I turned on, crap. Like an avalanche? Like, no, just straight, wall. straight snow. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was It was cold. What did it do? Just blow it towards you? Yeah, it's because the wind was so bad. Okay. It was riding the wind. Ride like the wind, bullseye. Yeah, so sorry we didn't get an episode out last week. We were going to do something in the car ride, and then that didn't happen because I was trying not to fall asleep while driving, let alone do anything extra. Um, so this week, we're gonna. I think we're going to release two. They may be a little shorter, but that's all right. The first one, we're going to revisit a similar area to... One of our past guys. Past the, episodes. Yeah, the Loveland Frogman. We're going to... Uh, about... I think it's only about 25 miles away. The city of Crosswick. Hmm. Uh, which is a very, very old city in Ohio. But, um... Who knows? This could be the Frogman. This is a very old story. With everything, including a monster hunt, bloodshed, hound dogs, Ooh. and a reverend. That's when you know it's good. Yeah, you know when the Reverend comes out to get rid of your monster, You're you in. have something real going on. Yeah. Like, yeah, most of the time the church is like, oh, yeah, you seen something, did you? Okay, have, you know, have fun. But if they actually come out? Yeah, I think the Reverend's the one. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. The Reverend, I have not heard this story I think yet. the Reverend got his hands dirty. Oh. Just ran up, punched Bigfoot in the nose. Oh, come on now. He would never... Not a man of the cloth. Uh, you don't know what you don't know what this thing was doing to kids. It's uh, you, uh, well, never mind. I won't get into that. All right. So Crosswick, Ohio, is a small, unincorporated community in Warren County. So that's the area of like Loveland, Cincinnati, Southwest Ohio. Ohio, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, it the unofficial borders sit right all along uh, Waynesville, uh, which is closer. To, it's kind of close to Emily's house, where she used to live in Cincinnati. The current population is recorded. It's basically anybody that lives up by us in northwest Ohio, we have these cities like Alger. But even that's incorporated. Okay. So it's smaller than Alger. Oh, okay. Uh, McGuffey's incorporated, but I think because it used to be bigger than it is now. Yeah. So we're talking really small community. Uh, but even for everything the small community has, it makes up for one thing. It's had a recorded 
monster attack and maybe a death. I'm not going to spoil that part for you. On the books? On the record? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this thing, this thing beat the hell out of somebody. Uh, established in 1821 by James Jennings. This mo- or, the monster wouldn't make itself officially known to the residents until May of 1882. So 60 years. 61 years. Yeah. This is old. Yeah. Uh, they're wooden cars, so. Okay. That's impressive. So we're in the 1880s. Yeah, it's harder to run away from something when it's on foot. Yeah, true. Um, so basically what started happening, a lot of large tracks, unknown tracks, were being found kind of irregularly, but really close to town. Uh, a lot of the community just kind of, they had the view that, uh, everybody had seen these tracks. But they kind of had the view that, like, okay, it's never bothered us, so we're not going to go out and bother it. Right, yeah. And that went on for a while. Um, most of the reports were chalked up. The residents believing... A lot of the residents said to each other that there's nothing really there. Uh, a lot of people think that that was because of fear. Or, like I said, you know, it's not bothering us. There's no point in Trying going to... out and kicking up trouble when we don't need to kick up trouble. Right. Um... But that wouldn't last for long. When they were finding tracks, is this like foot tracks, like footprints? Or yeah, is footprints, it... I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, a lot of reports are three, there's our thing from three to five toes, long, thin, claws on the end. Uh, um, okay. If anybody's ever seen a Monder lizard foot track, uh, it's, I know, I'm a, I'm a very specialty man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they have long, thin toes. Uh, a smaller pad to the foot, and large claws. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are used for climbing and stuff like that. A lot of their claws aren't a defense. They're, they're more defense, not an aggressive thing for monitor lizards. But, uh, but, yeah. Any questions so far? So, right now we have a little town. Right. It's got monster tracks all around it. And this has been going on for months, and everybody's like, huh, okay. And they're just, okay, don't bother it. Let's go along with our day, and mm-hmm. it's not bothering us. It's, nothing's changed. It's all good. All good in the hood. Yeah, we don't got no guy like uh, with the Oscar story. That's obsessed with it, trying to yeah. capture it? Yeah. Well, you're right, yeah. Story but, over. Yeah. But, yeah. I go back to the Oscar. A lot of these, we do, we've only done reptiles. Have we? And amphibians. No, we did the, the dog man wasn't one. Oh, I guess you're right. Yep, yep, yep. All right. While fishing in... Suter with, with run, I, yeah, we'll go Suter with run. A, uh, a, it's a stream that passes through the downtown Crosswick. So downtown Crosswick is two foot from uptown Crosswick. Right. Um, <laughs> two boys named Ed and Joe Lynch, aged thirteen and eleven, began hearing loud, unknown noises emanating from the tall grass behind them. Uh, obviously they're kids. It's a, it's Ohio. There's not a lot of stuff. You know, we're not bear, you know, at that point still, there's not like bear and nothing like that in that part of the Ohio very regular. Uh, so the boys were curious what it could be. The boys began to approach the area before they could investigate thoroughly. A gigantic lizard burst through the brush and ran towards them on its four thick legs. The terrified, yeah, the terrified boys began to scream and run backwards towards their home. The creature, though, proving to be much faster than these kids, 
caught Ed in its mouth, pulled him to the ground, and started violently shaking him like a rag doll. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was fast. Yeah. But from the description, it didn't sound fast. Like, it's like a big chunky thing. Yeah. And I don't know if people know this. So alligators, if you look at alligators, they look very ungainly. Mm-hmm. They don't look like they can move quick or nothing. An adult American alligator can, in spurts, run up to 25 miles per hour. I'm going to let you know right now, that's a lot faster than you. Right, yeah. Unless you're a track star, you're not beating that thing. Right. And uh, is, it's only got to play tag. Is that why they say run at angles away from alligators? Yeah, that's not really. The Mythbusters disproves that. that like, they're just going to wait for you in the middle. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, for alligators and stuff, that's very off talk. For alligators and stuff, they're not, they're ambush predators. So yeah. a lot of times if their first attack misses. They're done. They're just like, yeah, that's too many calories. Yeah. Um, so, Ed got caught in the mouth. It's being shaken, torn, like, he's being, like, tore up bad. Joe began to scream louder and louder as he watched as the terrifying reptile started to drag his brother back along the stream edge towards this giant hollow that log, uh, where they assumed it was a, it was a sycamore log. Uh, so, from what I, the description, it's half dead, half alive, but it's hollowed out on the inside. Okay. The tree. Uh, and it's, so it's a creature's den. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's been living there. Eventually, the screams of the boys were heard by three men in the area who came rushing to their aid. The men were Reverend George Horn. Reverend. Or, sorry, Reverend Jacob Horn. Uh, George Peterson and Alan Jordan. Arrived on the scene to find the boy nearly dead. Blood all over the scene. He's just like limp in this thing's mouth. Um, the creature... as. Uh, was tr- pulling him up in the tree. Uh, upon seeing this, the man raced over to the tree and retrieved Ed after being dropped. So basically, the creature's like, "Okay, that's too many people." Yeah. And let go, uh, let go of Ed. Um. So the creature climbs up to the top of the tree and goes in the hole, and uh, so they, these guys can't get it right now. Uh, after summoning the nearest doctor in Waynesville, so that's like twenty miles. Mm-hmm. Um, to look after the boy, the men. A man by the name of Dr. Elsie Larkins. And the, uh, the, uh, so yeah, that's the doctor that took care of him. The three men rounded up a group of more than 60 residents to destroy the beast. They brought axes, clubs, well-trained hunting dogs. The group marched towards a tree. So right now, I'm going kind of fast, I know. No, that's how I got the visual in my head. Yeah, so we have this monster that's attacked this boy. Basically, almost killed this boy. And there are doctor's reports of this. Uh, just, just Kids just mutilated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the creature, three men come, including a reverend. The creature drops the boy and retreats into its lair. So, so far we have this animal that's extremely aggressive. But it hasn't been... Prior to this, yeah. really. Hmm. Think about that for later, maybe. Okay. Um, so the guys, they f- get back to the tree. Soon after arriving, the men started to chop up the tree with their axes in order to get the creature out. But the d- dogs are constantly growling and barking at the entrance like there's something just inside. Um, the man, the, everybody was waiting anxiously for the creature to show itself at the bottom of the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, they weren't really, uh, sure about where, like, I don't want to spoil uh, think the creature would try to escape from the large hole at the bottom of the tree. The group is all like sitting there. Then this creature comes out of the top of the tree, 
stands, jumps down, takes all these guys for strides, stands on its hind legs, and charges through two guys and takes off. So, so it ran on its back two yeah. legs? Um, so, yeah. So it balanced itself. It looked awkwardly, but then it took off. Some of the members of the group observed shocked and frightened by the appearance of the beast. Uh, others were right on its tail. Um, they chased a monster. The group chased the beast for nearly a mile and a half over fences, through streams, up hills, and around trees. Eventually, though, the creature managed to escape the pursuers by charging headfirst into a hole surrounded by large rocks on a hillside. Uh, members of the group, along with their dogs, surrounded the entrance of the hole and waited for the creature to once again emerge. Mm-hmm. So now we have this giant beast that was on all fours when they first seen it, and now it's standing all down. It's on two, two legs. legs. Said it didn't look right. Made all kinds of noise, looked nasty, covering this kid's blood. Every, uh, a lot of these farmers had never seen a black bear, let alone a dragon. Right, yeah. Uh, and it piled through two guys, and then they're just chasing this thing. Um, believing this was only, or, yeah, believing this was the only way in and out of the hole, the men kept watch. But it appears as if there was another unknown exit to the hole, and the creature never emerged, and it was never seen again. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll give you a basic description. Sorry, guys, I kind of ran through that one. That, it's not a very long story, but it's a very cool story. It is, yeah. Uh, most of the residents of the town that seen this, so roughly 60 people seen this lizard, uh, 12 feet long, covered in scales. It was black with white in color with a dull yellow spots. Uh, its head roughly 12 inches long, white head, long forked tongue. Best of its description, many researchers believe that it is some type of out-of-place monitor lizard. Hmm. So, monitor lizards are Komodo dragons, uh, the Australian Parentes, um, Asian water crocodile, or crocodile monitors, New Guinea crocodile monitors. Those are the big guys. Because this is a claim to be very large. Yeah. Was, I mean, anything dragging off a child, is an 11-year-old. Yeah, it's big. Think about how big an 11-year-old is. Mm-hmm. Like 60 pounds. Yeah, you got to be pretty, not only to fit that in your mouth, but yeah, to but drag the, it away the, and pull it up Halfway a up a tree. Yeah. I mean, that's jaguar level. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, hmm. you know, monitor lizards, wherever they kill it is where they're eating it. Yeah. Uh, Komodo dragons are the only ones that reach that length. They can, so all monitor lizards can stand up on their hind legs, and some of the non-chunkier guys can run for a bit. Right. Uh, I don't know if a Komodo dragon's ever been witnessed with right. that behavior. Yeah. But, uh, like, perennies, yeah, they can do that. I mean, I've seen little lizards, the ones that run on the water, they run on their yeah, back two legs. We're also talking about something that's 12 foot long. Oh, yeah, I know. That's a lot more weight. Yeah. For a hip a hip girdle that's not designed. To move yeah, like that. Yeah. Did it run the whole way away on its back two legs? No, it sounds Just, like it dropped down after it busted through the ground. Guys, yeah, yeah. And that's why it probably stood up to look big. The forked tongue. Um, the only one that gets, and Komodo dragons get 12 foot, but mm-hmm. it's very rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're talking about a lizard that wasn't discovered for, I think, another 60 years. I'll have to look into that. When the Komodo was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was just kind of a legend. They weren't very numerous. Um, Hmm. so, yeah. Uh, Prennies are the next biggest, and they, they can touch 10 feet. Yeah. But that's, you know, world-class. Lizard you're talking about, yeah. That's uh, 
I, I, a lot of researchers say that they think it's a giant monitor, and I get it because the description fits very good, the tracks fit very good. But we're talking about 1820. And then the species that it would have to be to be that large, a lot of these weren't discovered or in the trade for another 50 to 100 years. Well, that's what I'm wondering. You know, you don't know if it is an, another species that's gone extinct or we just mm-hmm. never discovered even today. So, I mean, it'd have to be either a Prony or a Komodo dragon. Crocodiles get, get big too, but they're very thin. Mm-hmm. They're very... I would... Not believe, uh, yeah, I would not believe they could do this. Climb, I don't think they can climb trees. No, they can, they're really good. Crocodile monitors are amazing oh, tree climbers. For some reason, I thought you said crocodile. Oh, I did. I said crocodile monitors. Okay, that's okay. what they're called. Oh, gotcha. Okay, uh, they're really good tree climbers, but not carrying a child, yeah, or a yeah. I mean, an or a 10 foot crocodile monitor, which I don't know if they get that big, would probably weigh the same amount as the child. Mm-hmm. They're not very thick lizards. Unlike a dragon, which you know, can get 400 pounds. Right, yeah. Uh, it really sounds... Everything... It'd have to be a Komodo dragon. It just would have to be a Komodo dragon to drag something off like that. I mean, just a powerhouse. If it ha- I mean, if it had to be something that's we know to exist. Right, yeah. You know? And I got, I got other theories. So, this has been very quick so far. So. Yeah. But we got some discussion to talk about. For sure. What do you think? Well, one, I would... One thing I would not want to be... Come face to face with that if I was those two kids. Yeah, yeah. How, oh, I don't know if Ed lived. How, yeah, that would be a good question to ask. Uh, well, he's dead now. Well, I know that. But, like, to find out, follow up with that. Because like, what has that been, 140 years-ish? Uh, yeah, 18, actually, 142 right now. Or maybe oh, 141 this year. Or 141. Yeah, 141. Yeah, this year. It was 1881. Uh, 80, 82. 82 or 81. I think it was 81. I'm looking, 82. Oh, it was 82. So, yeah, 140 to the year. That's pretty nuts. Very even number. Mm-hmm. But uh, my thought is, is not that it's not real or not, because I believe it's to be true. I mean, I believe it in some way or form or another. I mean, it's a game of telephone 140 years later. Yeah, that's the other thing, I guess, to remember. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. But it's not one of these... Recent stories. Nobody... So that's, I guess, my... When I say recent, like... There's nobody alive to talk to. Right, true. That so that's was, what I would mm-hmm. classify as a recent versus non-recent. Is you can't interview anybody. Right. Because they're all in the ground. Everything, Every, yeah. Most of their kids are in the ground. Yeah. Most of their grandkids are probably in the ground or getting close to it. Right, yeah. If I had anything to do about it. Yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah, no, I mean, Jay's I don't down there in Crosswick beating up old people. Do you see the lizard? <laughs> nope. Like the men in black. Yeah. <laughs> a little more direct. But Some. I wonder, my thought, I bet you, I bet if I had to lean towards anything, it's, it maybe it was a species that's gone extinct or is just. You're, you're, or, hit, you're we, hitting around my idea I have or, written on this next page. And if you take it from me, I will be. Oh, I don't have anything in specific in mind. Very upset. But I'm just guessing it's probably just some giant lizard that's now gone extinct or that we can't find anymore that maybe lives underground who knows do you think it's a lizard or do you think it just happened to fit lizardy things hmm cause you're also talking about people in the in not saying so I hate when people say that people in the past were dumb they weren't no they weren't I mean all. they have the exact same brains that we did yep but you're also talking about these people just trying to describe an animal if they've never seen similarly to animals they've never seen 
Right, yeah. So, what, you know, when they say scales, does that mean scales? Does that mean dry skin? Does it mean, you know, rough skin? Yeah, true. Because uh, they've seen little lizards and they've seen chickens. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the scales I know. Like, uh, I don't, I don't say Wait, the next thing, but... Chickens have scales? Yeah, mean? they have scales on their legs. Oh, on their legs, okay, duh. Duh. I guess I never really paid that close attention to chickens. Feet. All birds have scales. Huh, true. I mean, they were reptiles at one point, right? I suppose they, they were dinosaurs. Yeah. Theory of evolution. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I think I I still think they weren't. If they said scales, it was probably some sort of maybe not lizard, but reptile or something like that. Going reptile. Yeah, I would guess reptile because I mean, I don't know something that. With just the description of the whole story and everything, going in the tree and all that stuff, I don't know. Seems like it would be a reptile. That's what they said they saw. I would lean towards that more than anything else. So, I'm going to give you some hints. Alright. For me. Let's hear your thoughts. So, this creature was in a hollowed out log. Okay. Right next to this creek. It had been seen tracks around town, so I'm going to just kind of cover a couple things. It never got violent with anybody until these boys were right next to this hollowed out log. So what, territory? Uh, maybe, but maybe something even more. Or maybe it was just easy it's, pickings? It's nest. Yeah. A nesting site. Okay. So it may have took these boys as aggressive towards its offspring, whatever this thing is. And monitor lizards... A lot of them don't are not nest watchers. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm trying to think. I don't think any of them are nest watchers. So that didn't make sense a lot for monitor lizard. But this next thing. So let's remember back to just a couple miles away to our good friend the Frogman. Mm-hmm. That half the story is kind of said he was scaly and had a short tail. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe an adult Frogman. Mm-hmm. It's a lot bigger. It's right next to the creek. It made the same watershed. It could have moved up, and this is what they do. They find a little mm-hmm. hole. They hatch out babies, and they go back down. Interesting. And because the other guys were only three to four foot tall. Yeah. And very skittish. Uh-huh. This thing was up to 12 foot long, but when it stood up on its hind legs, it was like eight foot tall. Yeah. And not apparently not skittish because mm-hmm. it attacked. Well, yeah, I'm thinking very... No mother, most mothers in the animal kingdom, will not let you get to their offspring. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking we may have an adult frogman. That they just stumbled upon by Yeah, chance. the head doesn't really fit either. I'm I'm stretching here. Yeah, well still. Because uh, the head is, what did they say, 12 inches long? Yeah, but if... If you were seeing something as a youth or a juvenile or a young, even, mm-hmm. so you had to fully grow so into here its you form. Go. Tw- roughly 12 inches long, a very wide head, and a long forked tongue. Well, do frogs have wide heads, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm shaking my head yes. <laughs> but forked tongues? No, I guess. No, but, but I don't so know. They never... That's also, like we said, the game of telephone... I can pick and choose what information I yeah. want to present. I shouldn't even said nothing. But they also said they never said anything about the frog man about its tongue or anything. No, so you don't, don't know. It, it doesn't have to have a frog tongue. Yeah, it has a laser guns that kind of. 
<laughs> shakes people up a little bit. You're not looking very much at the tongue. No. You're like, huh. Not when magic wands and yeah, sparks are frogs from Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. I want to keep going down this road. I'm okay. What's its tongue look like? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Show me your tongue. Yeah. I don't think you'd be doing that or that calm. Zippity to zoopity, and then it starts talking in some like Hebrew or something. You're like, ah. It starts talking in tongues. Yeah. Like, ah, okay. One of these encounters. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> what do you think about the frogman angle? Ah, that's not a bad because it's close in close proximity. I kind of well, I, it doesn't. It wouldn't be too far. It's not too far fetched. It's far fetched as the story already is, mm-hmm. but. Why Why not have it be in the realm of possibility? So I am more inclined to believe... Where's my phone? Let me look up what year... We're, let me look up what year Komodo Dragons were officially discovered. Why, do you think it also, like, could be that? That, if it's a, if it's a modern religion, it has to be Komodo Dragon. Have we ever I had... I think the other options are I, capable of doing the damage. Have Komodos lived in this area ever? <laughs> no. They're only native to one little island. The other thing was thought, a uh, yeah. Megalo... Or Megalania... Which are the giant Komodo dragons from Australia. They mm. are supposedly extinct. Right. Uh, but they got 40 foot long. Oh, wow. Okay. But that's a, there's a big jump. You're talking about something the size of a school bus. And, and you know, there's, there's, still so, there's still creatures we haven't discovered, big and small, I believe. I mean, it's harder to believe that there's big creatures out there that we haven't discovered yet, but... I think we just discovered a whale in 2006. Really? So Actually, last year we discovered a species of whale in the Gulf of Mexico. And there, we, I mean, there's a, an example. There you go, right off the top of your head. I'm sure if we look into it even more, there's more stuff that's like being discovered all the time. But why not in like this remote little town in 1880s, where I'm sure there's hardly anyone around. As small as town is today, I mean, imagine how small it was back then. But so most kind of dragons, uh, the uh, maximum size right now are about 10 feet and 150 pounds. They are critically endangered. Hmm. But that's still... Uh, still, like, Komodos They weren't are... discovered by Western science until 1910. Interesting. And they weren't brought into the U.S. until 1930. Which is way before that ever happened. So it'd have to be... It would have to be a perenni. Which it, is the next biggest guy. Right, that we know of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like my frogman angle. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's too far out of the realm of possibility at all. I I really I really love explaining a mystery with a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not me most of the time. I'll have something. But that's all I could think of for this. It's just It just seems very odd. It's right in the same area. It's... Yeah. 50 years prior, what did we say? Um, from... Frogman? Frogman so, happened in when? I don't remember. Shoot, I don't remember it. Was it, 19, th- was it in the 30s? No, it was 1951 was the first one, Traveling Salesman, and then okay. 1973. So 70 years prior. Yeah. So 1951 and then 1973. So maybe whatever hole it ran into, it ended up having... That's its babies, that's the offspring. Yeah. causing havoc and love one. <laughs> yeah. It all started there first. I mean, it could have. Yeah, I'm. I'm that ain't a bad thing. I'm looking at the map. Well, Ohio we're both, River drainage. We're looking at the map right now of how close they are, and look how lovely he is. There's the frog man. He's pointing to, and you know, not too far northeast, I believe, right? 
is somewhere in there. I'm looking for it right now, kids. What did I? There's Mainsville. That's close to it too. So it's right. It's right in here somewhere. So it's literally not even ten miles. Oh no, there's Waynesville. There it is. There it is. Yep. So, a finger length away. So probably about twenty five miles. Yeah, that's pretty dang close. Little Miami River connects both of them directly. Either that, or there's just something maybe in that area that's got some sort of mystical a, other dimensional portal? portal that's. We gotta do portals soon. Pulling in creatures from different yeah. realms of reality. Dayton's right there. I mean, right, Patterson Air Force Base. There's some weird stuff going on in that area. Yeah, I mean, why, why are they, why they set up a Air Force Base there, huh? Like a military uh, setup. I don't know. I think these things, a lot of these things, overlap, and uh, it's hard to make the connection that they do because it just seems so like why would they be intertwined or interconnected? But yeah, they always are. It's always some sort of coincidence that there's some military operation where there's weird stuff being found and going on. But what came first, the military or these this weird stuff? Chicken or the egg, you know? Uh, I think... Okay, not diving too much into portals, because that's our portal areas or whatever. Yeah. Because I think that's a couple episodes in itself. Uh, I think... Point Pleasant TNT plant. There was secret government testing there uh, with nuke stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that that may have opened stuff. Yeah, kind of like uh, uh, Stranger Things. I really think that. I mean, that's Stranger Things is based off of that kind of stuff. Yeah. That uh, I think like the Mothman. It's not this dangerous creature. He made people sick with radiation poisoning symptoms. Probably because wherever he came from was super high in base radiation. Yeah. Didn't affect him like and. There was a couple of reports of him like trying to talk to people they thought. And he never hurt anybody the whole time. He scared the heck out of a lot of people. Right. But he never hurt anybody. And I told you my favorite story about him you know, shivering over the chimney pipe yep. trying to hide. Yeah, it just really seems like he was not where he was supposed to be and he didn't want to be there. Right, yeah. And I think like when we talked about like Sinkhole Sam, mm-hmm. uh, what was that? Kings Lake? Kings something lake was the next lake yeah it has all kinds of stuff like i think there's these natural uh doors that get cracked mm-hmm. and i think sometimes i don't know if the government did it on purpose or accident i think whenever we started doing nuclear tests and stuff i think those doors the cracks widened oh, yeah that opened them up a little bit yeah there's like a like the the firmament you know the, and the everything in space and sky and stuff they talked about how like the there was, I forget what, ancient culture or tribe, or it might have been Australia or something, like the Aborigines talking about how the Milky Way was a crack in the sky, or in the, you know, the cosmos or whatever, and that's what opened up, and like, weird things happened then, but then now that it's closed and healed, that's what you see is the Milky Way, mm. as it's like, as like the scar, they called it. I thought that was pretty interesting. Do you know what group of people has the oldest uh, history, the oldest recorded history? Um, I don't know. Uh, let's go with, uh, oh, um, I don't know, Indians. Like Aborigines. Oh, okay. Australian Aborigines? Mm-hmm. Hmm. They have some cave paintings, I think, that are... I may be wrong, so nobody eat me alive on this one, but in the 30,000 years yeah. old, and they can read them, 
that you haven't changed. Yeah. Their storytelling. I've, I've ever heard their stories. They're pretty interesting. Yeah, they got Rainbow Snake and all that, which is the same as South America. Mm-hmm, yeah, Kukukan uh, or uh, mm-hmm. Quetzalcoatl, I think is the other name. Uh, Quetzalcoatl, and they're, they're different. They're different serpents. Oh, okay. And they're at least in the culturally. Like the rainbowed feathered serpent? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways, it don't matter. Yeah, a little off topic. Yeah. Well, the the ab well, since we're here, the Aborigines they talk in those paintings and stuff. They talk about like these tall, like super thin, like ghostly beings, basically. And they said those were the ones that like helped them learn things and help them uh help them live basically and how teach how how, how to live off the land and make yeah, those things. Those are called and, Atlanteans. Well, these well they didn't just, they I forget what they described them like they're not physical beings they're just kind of like ghosts. I think they're tall white guys from Atlantis. Are like okay, listen up. We're going to show you how to right plant stuff because you're living in the desert. Well, they've also talked about how and this was kind of interesting. Like some of the paintings and stuff were up on like the roofs of these caves that are mm-hmm. like fifteen they've feet really, high, yeah. and they were saying like these. It wasn't them that painted them. It, it was, was the these ghosts, guys. and they they would like float up there and they would. Make the markings and stuff up there. It was there. the Yowies. Or the Yowies, yeah. They're just real tall-ass mm-hmm. beings with long arms. that had a fine uh, stroke of the pen, I guess, or uh, the brush. And they just jumped up there and did it. <laughs> yeah. A Yowie is an Australian Bigfoot. You're not... Okay, we're really off topic. <laughs> a Yowie, there's two types of Yowie. Uh, there's a pygmy and a big one. Like in the North American Sasquatch. Maybe we'll do an Australian special because there's bunyips and stuff like that. And orang pandeks are down there. Pretty sure in Australia. It's not Australia? Is that South America? Indo-Asia. Well, that's close enough. That's a hop, skip, and a swim away. That's like saying... That's like getting an Alaskan myth mixed up with, like, Kansas. Pretty close. It's just up there. Yeah, they're close. Like, yeah. I don't know. We have wheat. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else I can tell you? Before we get off topic, what we were talking about. Well, no, there's something else about the Aborigines I was going to tell you. Oh, okay. Oh, you, well, you know, in what country, the largest unsearched portion of rainforest exists? What country or continent? Yes. Oh, so it's probably Australia. It's Australia. Okay. <laughs> Even more so than South America. By uh, by tons. They have. I thought like the whole central part of Australia was a desert. Yeah, you're talking about a continent. Yeah. Yeah, the whole west side's a rainforest. Really? Didn't know that. Uh, I think the it, I think the largest rainforest by volume in the world. No, bigger than the Amazon. Yeah. Really. Well, the Amazon's kind of weird, because the Amazon River Basin. I don't know. The Amazon forest is probably bigger but true rainforest i think australia has a beat hmm. interesting australia's rainforest is a lot older and i'm sure like up in canada that some of those forests are like gigantic too yeah but i don't know what you want to fight about i call those temperate forest yeah because those are temperate rainforests not tropical rainforest right yeah it's different but just like volume of trees most of our waters in snow yeah, we have 18 feet of precipitation a year. Yeah, it's not really rainforesty, yeah. but it's forest. No, it is. It's rainforest. It is a type of rainforest. That's why it's full it is. of amphibians. Yeah, it's temperate oh, okay. rainforest. Oh, hmm. I don't know. Well, we don't even know about Antarctica. I mean, we don't even know how big that could be. 
cool discovery. So I know this is kind of getting really off topic, but cool discovery in Antarctica over the last six months. I just seen this. The largest group of nesting fish to ever be discovered was just discovered underneath the Antarctic ice sheet. What kind of fish? Um, I just read it. Uh, I think they're Antarctic. I think they're like Arctic ice fish or something oh, like that. Oh, sweet. It's some basic name that I for, I'm forgetting. They're actually nest builders, and there's uh, hundreds of thousands of them. Oh, really? What do you mean by fish being nest builders? Like, you ever like... seen sunfish make nests? I don't know. They make the big domes? Maybe, maybe. Sunfish make really big, elaborate nests. Hmm. So. I didn't, yeah, I guess I really didn't know that. Uh, so the little tiny puffer fish. Yeah. Makes some of the biggest, coolest, elaborate nest in the world. Is that where, like, they make the designs and stuff? Because I've seen that before. Yeah. They make these they, cool designs yeah, on the floor. Yeah, that's a little tiny puffer fish. Okay. And they spend weeks doing that. Yeah. Uh, but mo- no, these guys just take a hole, basically, and guard their nest. Oh, okay. Uh, sunfish do that. A lot of fish... Some fish do that. Some fish scatter spawn. Some fish give live birth. It's just... A whole... Fish are a large group yeah. to try to put into categories. And then you got seahorses that the males give birth. Technically, I, it's... If you want to get real technical, the female still gives birth. She lays the eggs, and he puts them in a pouch. Right. And but, the eggs incubate, and then he spits them up. So... Is which where's the birth come in? Is that I would technically say that when the female lays the eggs, that's the consistent of mating, the mating in the birth, and then the male holds on to them because we have mouth brooders too. Yeah, true. So that's not when they brood in the mouth and then they spit them up. That's not considered a birth. Hmm. These guys they... just have a spot. A whiptail catfish, literally put them on their tails. They yeah, big long whip and they carry them on their tails. Or, and there's those frogs that put them in their back. And yeah, stuff. peepas. Those are weird looking things. Yeah, they're like pancakes. Who hadn't seen that on Discovery Channel? Tasty, when they're tasty flying tasty out of their pancakes. back. They look, taste like pancakes. Yeah, you can just eat them, bite into them. They're big cookies. Yeah. Screaming cookies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jay. I believe it's your turn. My turn. Oh, the calls. Oh no. Okay. Well, I guess throw it at me. I I thought you picked it. Oh no, I'm just doing this guy. Oh, it's not. It's, is it my turn to pick the call? No, I'm waiting on you to make the call of the Crosswick monster. Oh, we're doing this monster. Oh gosh, um, do lizard? See, I think it's a lizard still, but I don't know like what a lizard maze other than like a. I don't. I have no idea. He gets so squirmy. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I like, like it. There's a spotlight on you. There's nobody else in this room with us. I know. I'm but up to a hundred people may listen to this. Maybe. Yeah. Oh man, pressure's on. The heat is on. Oh, I know what it would sound like. Okay, he's making fun of me. Because before the episode, I was just making that noise and saying that's how we're going to start the episode. Just to annoy everyone. Yeah, I think it's like... <sighs> like a big, like... Because they don't have vocal cords, so it's just no, like... No, it is. <sighs> <laughs> and that's how you know they're mad. Well, wait, wait. In the story, didn't they describe what they, they heard something in there? Like, uh, coming from the, yeah, the brush? It, yeah, walking around. Oh, but no, like... No, like... Hissing or, like... No. Tongue flicking that sounds. Kid. Yeah, Come like, here. I got candy back in this hollowed-out tree. I want to see my egg. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
I think we've 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 really gotten off topic. The last ten to fifteen minutes of this is nothing to do with the Crosswick monster, which is fine. But if you've stuck around this long, hopefully you've enjoyed that yeah. little tangent. We talked about Australia a lot. Yeah, it's something. And Antarctica, they're the same thing. Yeah, they are basically. They're not real. No, they're just no. They're not. Flat Earthers. Neither of those exist. Probably not. Or if they do, there's something beyond both of them. We'll get into that. It's space. We'll do another episode if that's even real. Flat Earth or what? Space, flat Earth. Space is real. Yeah, how do you know? You've been there? You're in it. Well, this space is real. Yeah. But well, I'm talking space is what people think about. Okay, okay. Well, we, space. Everybody have a great week. <laughs> I think we'll do a double upload this week for, <laughs> to make up for last week. Okay, I have been the great and mysterious Justin. <laughs> And I have just been Jay. Just plain old Jay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one, guys. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.